Welcome to the podcast that's all about empowering women so they can have a thriving career as a mother. This podcast is for high-achieving women who want to have a successful career without sacrificing quality time and connection with their kids. Get insights, tips and strategies about doing work you love by leveraging your natural gifts and superpower as a mom. It's time to change the narrative around being a career mom from one of struggle, sacrifice and stress to something that's empowering, uplifting and rewarding. Thanks for listening and join me on this journey. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I want to talk a little bit more about how we often try to change others. As much as we know in our heads that changing others and how they behave and what they say, it's quite an impossible task. Many of us still continue to do this. And this shows up as asking someone to do something, repeatedly asking them to do the thing you want them to do, which is like nagging. And if you're in the corporate world, of course, you know, and if you are leading a team, sometimes you can get frustrated when you feel like you've said this a million and one times, and yet people still aren't doing the thing you're asking them to do. So, of course, in that situation, in the corporate setting, I feel like it's a little bit different. Obviously, there are certain targets that need to be met in a certain time frame. And I think we need to deal with that a little bit differently. But I feel like the underlying principles that I'm going to be talking to you about are going to also apply in those instances, maybe especially more so in those instances. And what I'm trying to say is that a more effective strategy is to learn to deal with your own emotion. Because you might have heard that you can't change other people, you can only change yourself and how you respond to that. And I think that's a very good summary statement or advice, but it is a little bit too broad still for me. I like to get into more specific action items or exactly how do you do that? How do you change yourself? Sometimes we think, oh, we just have to brainwash ourselves, keep chanting positive affirmations, or maybe we stop feeling, or maybe we just keep quiet and don't say anything when we feel like saying something. And I feel that has a more um, kind of a restrictive energy. It's like a clamping down energy about it all. And I don't think that's very effective. I think a more effective way is learning how to handle your emotions. Because when you think about it, very often we get upset when people don't do the thing we want them to do or behave in the way we expect them to do. We get upset and it makes us feel angry, hurt, disappointed, uh, whatever it is, impatient. And it's those feelings that make us feel uncomfortable. And those feelings, those uncomfortable feelings sometimes cause us to act in ways that we may regret later. Maybe we get angry, we say something we regret later on, or we do something that we 
wished we didn't do after we've had a moment to cool down. And sometimes you hear people giving you advice like, okay, just don't do anything when you're really upset and angry. And I feel also sometimes, well, yeah, I know that, but how exactly do I do that when I'm feeling so upset at that moment? So I like to take this time in this episode to break it down a little bit more into, you know, step-by-step simple things you can actually do to actually cool down or to actually handle your emotions when you are feeling them. Because I think that's kind of really the hardest, right? The composure in the moment when you are so stressed out or you're feeling so upset or um, it's right at that moment, you need to be able to activate or pull out a tool quickly that helps you to deal with that rising emotion or that strong, overwhelming emotion. So here's what I've found to be very helpful. That is to, first of all, obviously you've got to be aware enough to even catch yourself uh, responding or reacting, I would say, kind of having an emotional reaction to whatever you're dealing with at hand, you know, because without that awareness, you are kind of really unconsciously in your autopilot mode. And it's going to be really, really hard for you to even catch yourself having whatever emotion it is that you're having, right? So the first step is always going to be awareness. I talk a lot about awareness. How do you get to a point where, you know, at every moment of your life as you're living it, you're very, very self-aware of the thoughts that are going through your mind, the kind of feelings that you're feeling that cause whatever physical sensations in your body. So just always being in that state of awareness, especially when you get triggered, I think that's really the first step. Then the second thing is to, once you've noticed that you're actually feeling that way, those emotions, just allow yourself to feel it and just, you know, watching where it's showing up in your body. Uh, For me, whenever I get nervous, especially when it comes to making an important presentation or uh, having to do any kind of public speaking, despite having years of experience and practice, it still makes me nervous sometimes, especially when it is a new audience, it is a new topic, something I'm unfamiliar with. I always get quite nervous. And so I always notice where that shows up in my body. It's always going to be a tightness in my uh, chest or in my stomach and dry throat, um, sweaty palms, sometimes very cold fingers. So these are all kind of the physical sensations I notice. And that's when I know, ah, okay, I know where that's coming from. I'm feeling the sensation of nervousness. Uh, and there's sometimes a little bit of excitement as well. And so kind of the mixture of nervousness and excitement, exhilaration. And so I, I know where that's coming from. I think that's really the first thing you need to do is to be self-aware enough to pick up on the emotions and allow yourself to see those emotions where it is showing up. And then the next thing would be really to work on the stories that are going on in your head about this whole situation, this person that you are wanting to change or expecting their behavior to change. What's going on there? Just being curious about that. What kind of rules have you set around this whole situation, your relationship with this person? Why do you want so badly for the person to do the thing you want them to do? What's going on there? Very often you will trace it back to some sort of a fear of some sort of not enoughness or some sort of a lack. 
and um, somehow or other your brain has linked that to uh, your ability to survive. You need this person to behave in the way that you want them to behave because on some very deep level, it's actually a matter of survival for you and that's what your brain wants you to think. Then we have to slowly go back and just you know, dissect that story and see if it's really true, look at the evidence and then change that story. So this whole kind of process, uh, it's something that you might think, oh my goodness, so many steps and it's going to take such a long time. But, you know, what's really, really amazing and helpful to know now is that with the recent discoveries in neuroscience, as well as our ability to work with our subconscious mind to change those stories that we have made up, from long, long time ago that we are still applying in our lives right now, we are able to do that very, very quickly. And this is kind of base of neuroplasticity, our brain's ability to change and grow. And so when you learn how to do this, you can actually accelerate the whole process where this kind of a thing used to take a much longer time before, you know, you go for therapy, you talk about it, you rehash all the old painful memories and I feel that, you know, I'm always looking for fast, effective ways to get results and working with your subconscious mind is really going to be a lot faster, a lot more powerful and a lot more transformational. And, you know, I talk a lot about this in my free program called Get the Results You Want. It's all about, basically, it's belief management. And why this is important is because our emotions are all coming out from our thoughts. You know, the stories we're making out about a situation, a person, you know, what we're, the kind of that voice in our head. Sometimes that's really the thing that can really work us into kind of an emotional state. Uh, I would really highly encourage you the next time you feel emotional about something to just pause for a moment and trace it back to what's causing you to feel that way. You'll probably find it's some sort of a story that you have made up and maybe go a little bit further and just really question that story and ask how valid it is, how true it is, how relevant is it today and just see what comes up for you. But you know, if you want to learn more about, you know, how to change the stories you're telling yourself, because that really is the thing you need to do if you really want to learn how to handle and deal with your emotions, then definitely check out my program, get the results you want. I'm not saying that we accept everything and therefore we don't fight for anything that we believe in or stand up for anything that we uh, really believe in. Quite on the contrary, I feel that sometimes not being able to handle our emotions actually prevent us from really going for the thing that we want. So say, for example, the reason why you want that person to change their behavior yeah. is because there's something important you want to achieve here, or there's something really important you want to do here. And that's the reason why you're trying to get people who are in your way to kind of like get out of the way or preventing you from achieving the result you want. You're trying to get them out of the way, but actually that's not very productive. It's more 
effective as a strategy to change yourself, right? And that's through how you behave, how you feel about things, maintaining your composure, so you have a clear mind to move forward. So, you know, advocate for whatever cause you want to advocate for, create whatever you want to create in your life, but also be aware that you have these accompanying emotions that are going to be there along for the ride, no matter what you're doing, whatever you're creating, whatever you're fighting for, you're going to have all those emotions with you. And we want to get to a point where we're using those emotions productively, effectively in a way that's going to support your cause, the life you want to create, the movement you want to start, as opposed to prevent you from moving forward with it. So that is what I mean when I say to deal with your emotions. It is to really start to filter out which are the helpful emotions that are going to be like the fuel, right, for the thing that you want to do, rather than become the blocking point, the hindering thing that is going to prevent you from moving forward on whatever it is that you want to create, you know, whatever cause you want to support, whatever thing you want to advocate for, and to do it in a way where you bring people along with you. You're not kind of like forcing people to change their behavior and they're kind of like making them seem wrong and your way is better or right, but when we learn how to handle our own emotions, at the same time, create the thing that we want to create, when we use that together, first of all, our own state of being and mind and wellness and happiness improves because then we don't feel like we're always fighting against the world to get this thing done, right? We can actually move along smoothly when we encounter um, um, unhelpful emotions that is preventing you from moving forward. We can deal with that. We can handle that. We can actually learn how to deal with that ourselves. I mean, how it's causing us to feel and act. And then once that's handled, we can move forward again and we can keep taking the steps forward rather than, you know, either stay in the same place or worse, still move back or give up. So definitely as a first step, go get the free program. It is one week, very simple. You just, you know, go through it, receive the emails every day for a week, go through some exercises and I'll teach you how your brain works and how your beliefs are formed so that you can also start to replace the ones that are not working for you anymore in your current life. So go to SharonSingSidu.com forward slash get results. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you enjoy the program. All right, then I'll talk to you again another time. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that more women can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about how you can thrive as a career mom, Come to my free masterclass, Thriving in Career and Motherhood. Go to SharonSingSidhu.com forward slash meetup to register. I look forward to seeing you there.